presenting Channeling Eric's Hour of Enlightenment And I've got the phone here. I've called into the show, and I hope you guys hear me. We've got the lovely Denise uh, Ramon here. Um, and let me see what – basically, we're talking about letting go of relationships, navigating changes that uh, arrive – wait, wait. The, uh, Eric and Denise uh, discovered uh, discussed the hard truths of change that take place in our relationship as we change, and we do. We all change. Hi, Eric, and hi, Miss Denise. Hello. Eric says hi. He goes, hi, Mama. Hey, what's going on? I think we don't have very many people on the board because I think that they tried to get on yesterday and it didn't work. So, uh, But hopefully they'll find us. If not, this is going to be a YouTube eventually, so we're all good. All right. Hi, Eric. What you got for us? Eric says that um, he says you know things are shifting and changing. As always, he says now is a good time to be able to talk about because a lot of people partner per se even be a relationship with a business, it could be a relationship with a with a job. Um, he says. Yeah. So, so he's saying, you know, it's 
so for me, when I was going through this, I was coming to the realization that it's time to let go of some things, and it's like, it kind of shocked me at first, but then, um, as Eric told me the other day, this has been going up, leading up to, I just didn't want to see it. Yeah. And now that I see it, I was like, how did I not notice this before? And Eric said, it's when we're ready to move forward, then we start getting clearer pictures of me. And it doesn't mean that you have to say, oh, I'll never talk to you again, or I'll never do that again. It's just, it's kind of like just letting go of it. It doesn't have to be a bad breakup if you don't want it to be. And, and letting go is so difficult. Uh, to me, that's one of the most difficult things. So hard. You know? Yeah, and Eric says, there's, there's, as you were saying that, I was like, yeah, there's some sadness. Eric said, yeah. there's definitely it's like a, loss, grieving right? a grieving process. Yeah. Because yeah. there's something good in it still a little bit, but then there's a loss that's not good at why you're hanging on to it. So it's time to let go of it. Whatever. And he says, I mean, it could be you need to switch jobs. You need to switch spouses. You need to not switch spouses. Uh, just whatever it is, you need to come to the conclusion that romancing in a new vehicle is not in the cards for you right now. And yeah. go of that. You know? uh, he says it doesn't mean um, that you are going to suffer. It's just about um, how do you think? It's about letting go of things that preoccupy your thoughts. Right. And sometimes it's beautiful to let go and just, you know, be grateful for the time you had in that relationship, what you've learned in that relationship, um, what the other person has gathered from that relationship. And so once you find these little nuggets of gratitude, it makes it a little easier to surrender, right? He said absolutely, Molly. He said absolutely, because this isn't about uh, bashing or saying this is horrible or bad. He said uh, he says, we should look at this with everything, the gratitude of what we got from whatever situation it's rather if you're letting go of something or not, giving gratitude, finding the gratitude in people always some gratitude in there to be found, yeah. always. That's right. So what's the most difficult relationship to let go of, Eric? Of course, you have the relationship of those we lost, and have transitioned. That's for me. That's got to be the worst. Uh, and would that be considered a change of relationship, or just a redefining? Of, that would be more of a redefining of a relationship, right? Eric says yes. You're correct. He says it's more of a shifting and redefining. And, and redefining, he says that in that you are letting go because you are letting go. Of what was in a sense, and you're bringing in the newness of it. So you're having to learn how to bring in the newness and blending it in with what was to a degree. What do you mean, the newness? The, the newness of the redesign. Oh, the, that, yeah. that part of it. Yeah. Now, so the other part, we're letting go of. Um, 
focusing on what's the worst case scenario, which is what we as humans tend to do. We tend to think of the worst case scenario scenario all the time. Why? Why is that? Yeah. Because uh, there's a lot of reasons. One of them is that we've been so trained to not trust our inner voice, our inner thoughts, our So concerned. But back to relationships. 
other than loss of a loved one to death, what do you think, Eric, is the most challenging relationship to let go of? Self. He says, letting go of self of what we think it should be. Oh. And instead of being comfortable with being an authentic, your authentic self. Yes. He's getting rid of the shell. Yeah. Yeah, so what we think it should be in our life. Because he says, we are proposing our expectations on what we think it should be or what we think we want. And he said, um, and letting go of that expectation of that. Um, I have talked with some people where they had expectations that their kids had to go to certain colleges. They had to be in certain organizations. They had to do certain things, and if they weren't doing it, they just were afraid that everything else was going to fall apart. So it's those expectations of the things we think, or expectations of what we think our spouse should be like, or yeah. act like, or do. But Eric says a lot of those expectations are they're coming from us because it helps us to feel safe. Yeah, there's a control issue. Yeah, my husband uh, says that he says that, and maybe somebody else thought it first. That expectation, the gap between expectation and reality is he could be the misery gap. Somebody's got to be grounded in this freaking family. <laughs> you know, because you guys know me. All right, so in relationships, like, let's talk about uh, a romantic relationship. That, that's sometimes the most difficult, um, you know, because they, people come into our lives as soulmates to, to bring contrast, and, you know, they, they choose to come into our lives with that mission of making sure you learn through contrast. Uh, of course, to a certain extent, family members like siblings do the same, but especially people who, like, you get married to, you have children with, you have commitments with, you know, they, they bring a lot of fodder for misery. And, um, uh, and so how do you know when a relationship's done? First of all, I mean, part of the time it's like, okay, I've, the contract is done. I've, we've learned what we need to learn from each other. But how do you know? Uh, Eric says that, you know, of course, it's individual. Uh, it's an individual basis. Yeah. Uh, somebody's done. Because your done might be different than my done. But he says it's 
one good way to know you're done so is when you stop pointing my finger at the other person. Mm-hmm. Like he or she is or isn't doing and start really going inward on what all is, is triggering in you. And Eric has told me that I have witnessed him all my people can't trigger me if there's nothing to be triggered. Yeah, exactly. If they're triggering you, there's something. There's probably an element of truth somewhere in what they're saying, right? Well, there's something being triggered in you, and it could be somebody's being a real, being a real horse with that, and and it's bringing, it's triggering to win. I'll say it was a real horse's ass to you if you felt like you didn't have a voice. Mm-hmm. Bring that up to Oh, yeah. That makes sense, yeah. That kind of stuff. Yeah. So he says, yeah. So when you, that doesn't mean you're saying, okay, it's okay for you to be a horse's ass um, because you're triggering something. This is about you learning how to set up boundaries that he's showing mm-hmm. Because boundaries are just another way of putting how you can treat your, you know, like, this is how you can treat me. Yeah. Because this is how much I care about me. So, um, he says, when you stop pointing the finger and start really addressing you, and when you get to this place of knowing, like, you know, I know he or she is a butthead and all these other things, mm-hmm. but I, I, this is what he, he says, center of peace that comes in knowing that this is the next thing to do is move forward. Is it okay for me? Am I arrogant? Or is it okay for me to am I going to feel better if I move forward? Mm-hmm. And of course there comes in um, it's not as clear cut as far as okay I'm going to move out. Right. So, say you've gotten to the point where you said, okay, yeah, I need to let go of this relationship. Any practical advice on how to do that uh, with the least harm done to both parties? Eric says to make sure you surround yourself with love, mm. first of all. Um, people who support you, and then I says support you. He's not saying people who are Susan and oh yeah, not the other one. Right. But he said, um, make sure you surround yourself with love, and um, and you're just doing what what all you can do to infuse yourself with care. If that means um, getting into some form of therapy, working with a medium, getting massages. Doing some artwork, doing some writing, into some form of meditation. Anything that's good for you. This is going to help clear. This is going to bring some clarity. Does it mean you're going to be able to get to a place where you say, well, okay, now I know the next level is to move out, so it's not a big deal. It is a big deal. Yeah. And you're going to do a grieving process. Yeah. So, uh, go ahead. 
he said, you will know when the, the more clarity comes in when you when you're exhausted and you no longer want to argue anymore. Mm-hmm. So what what's the what are the dangers of something? Remain in toxic relationship. Well, I don't. I need financial support. Um, if he can't, she or he can't love you, then nobody can't will. Uh, let's talk about that first. What are reasons why people stick in relationships that have run their course? Well, Eric, let's address one of the, the major ones. Um, and can happen if you stay in a relationship you shouldn't be in? I mean, obviously, it must be some physical issues that could arise or mental or emotional issues that could arise. I mean, cancer. Uh, I mean, he says, uh, yeah. he says, all of that can happen. He says, because what happens is you're staying in that relationship with yourself. You're, he says, even though you're saying, like, he shows me you're staying in a relationship, it's not that this one is causing the, the problem, it's you staying in the relationship, and that's mm-hmm. bringing all the emotional stuff in that creates all the physical. So we can say it was sympathy, that's the reason why she did all 
So what if what what if there are children involved? I mean, a lot of people say, "Well, got to stay in because you know the family needs to stay together. It's too difficult for the kids." But on the other hand, you know, uh, what kind of relationship are you modeling for your children that that's going to be the template for their future relationships too? So, what do you say to that? Very exactly. Very exactly. But they said it's not a a cookie cutter mold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but then again, he says, this is where you go in and do what is the work for you. What is it that's been turned in you? Because you work on that and you stay focused on you, you will eventually get all the solutions that you need on what to do to the fullest. People, places, things will start appearing in front of you on things you need to do next. Or your spouse could change. Who knows? Okay. Anything else you want to uh, talk about in terms of letting go of relationships that no longer serve, Eric? Or uh, if not, we'll take callers. Well, he said the main relationship to let go of that old one that you have about yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that you're not good enough, smart enough, cute enough, all of those things. Start letting go of those relationships. Figure out who you really are. Get down to the real, authentic you. And you are love. You're a whole part of God, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Because I've had goodness with you. I really start digging for that. Yeah. Be we're always focusing on what we're not doing, but we don't really dig into the business that we are. Yeah. And we are yeah. That's true. Excellent, Eric. You want to take callers? Sure. Okay. All right. We have somebody from the two eight. I mean, sorry, seven eight one area code. Hi there. How you doing? Hi. I can't believe this. Um, my name is Jennifer. Well, I can't hear I'm you. Calling. Oh, wait a minute. What? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Can you huh. hear me now? Did I have that something weird? Uh. Hmm. Hang on. Can you hear me? What's happening? Oh, sorry. Oh. Is it just going to go through? Hello? All right, let's just do it for my iPhone, I guess. Can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear me? Can you not hear me? Now try. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, I can hear my iPhone. This is weird. Oh, all right. Um, hmm. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. All right. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, output. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Sorry about that. Okay. No, um, my name is Jennifer, and I'm calling from just north of Boston, and I've never really connected to this whole spirit guide thing, and I would love a name because I'm a name person. Okay. Name spirit guide, Eric, for Jennifer. 
Hello? Oh, no. Oh, wait. Uh, but it's like the connection's terrible, but. Fine. Will you do me a favor? Will you help me lift? What do you guys say? Will you help me lift that air conditioner out? I can't help you with the air conditioner. Okay, let's see. Uh, the 404 area code. Hi there, how you doing? Hi, is it me? It is you. Who are you? Uh, this is Tammy McGill. I've talked to you several times before, but uh, I've been I've been trying to get a hold of Eric for the last month or so. I have a really big question for him. I keep hearing about this blackout that's going to happen, and if anybody would know, Eric would know. And I would really like to see if my husband's got a message for me. His name is Terry Scruggs. All right. So blackout, Eric. First of all, is it going to be a blackout? Where? Where are you, Tammy? I'm in Georgia. Georgia. That's right. All right. So Eric says, you know, there's a lot of talk about a blackout going on. Yeah. You know, um, and everybody's envisioning a total blackout to where there's not going to be any lights or whatever. You know, everybody's envisioning the worst. I, I. From what Eric is showing me, it's not going to be like that because there are other who are making the debris that channeled or talked about on the, the, the YouTube channel, you know, and stuff. So Eric says the main thing is, Tammy, don't get caught up in that. Okay. I knew he would, he would know. I trust him. I knew if anybody would know, it would be Eric. Oh. So Tammy's um, husband, Terry Scruggs, is that it? Matthew. Yeah. So Eric is with Terry, and, and Terry is saying that him and Eric are a team. Oh. Um, so um, Terry is also saying he is... He wants you to know he's still there with you. It's like he shows me they're walking behind you, like he's helping you moving forward. So I don't know if you feel like somebody, like you have assistance or like you feel somebody following you or something like this. Your husband is saying he's like walking behind you, helping you to walk forward. And then he's showing me how he holds you in his heart, you know, how much he loves you is what he's saying. And, and there's something really good coming your way, too. So, you know, things are coming, and I feel like he's helping with that, that goodness of whatever it is that's coming your way. I feel like it could happen before the end of this year. Yeah, Sammy deserves it. I can barely hear her, but anyways, just, just tell him I thank him for that. I I was in two I've been in two car accidents since I've talked to you guys and now I'm carrying yeah. some broke ribs so I couldn't hear what she was saying but just tell just if you can just tell him I missed him so bad and I don't know how much more I can go the way things are going so if he can help me out I would greatly appreciate it. There's a shift coming. The good things coming, Tammy. A shift okay. is coming, and, and you will hear this when it gets to YouTube. It, it'll be easier okay. for you to hear, hopefully. 
Okay. Okay. All right. I love you guys. Love you too, Sammy. Okay. Bye. Thanks, Eric. All right. Two six two Eric. Hi there. How you doing? Hi. Hi. This is Michelle from Wisconsin. I got a question for Eric. Hi. My a friend of my our family wants to move in with me. He doesn't have nowhere to go. And I don't know if it's a good idea or not. Derek, kind of tell me if I should let him or not. Darren? Okay. So what is he doing? He's coming into the family? No, he's been, his brother is married to my sister. Okay, and he's been friends, and he's to help out our family all the time. And right now, I guess he doesn't have nowhere to go. And he asked to come and stay with me. And I don't know if it's a good idea or not. I don't know. I'm confused. Well, Eric says make sure you have a plan. Like, when are you leaving? When are you coming? And when are you departing? And what's your plan for departing? How are you going to, what is the plan for you to leave? Like, Eric says you need to have a plan. Like, it needs to be talked about before he comes in the house. How are you okay. in and how are you going to exit? And you need to right. concrete. I'm going to go to this. Uh, right, right. Red department and at, at this month and whatever. I mean, you know, I'm going to get this job. You need to have. You need to have. Right. I don't want to but Eric says, okay. if you don't feel good in your own gut about doing this, he says, then don't do it. Yeah. Okay, because I feel guilty about it if I don't, you know, so I really don't want him to. <laughs> so, okay. Well, the guilt is coming from what other, what you're expecting, what you're thinking other people are, you're, huh. Eric right. is showing me how. Your guilt is coming from what you think other people are going to say about it, like your expectations of what you're supposed to do. But I can tell you, Eric tells tells me this young man or old man, whatever he is, doesn't really have a plan of how, where he's going to go afterwards. Oh, boy. Open, you know, an open line. Would be enabling. I just want to make sure I don't have bad luck if I tell him no. No, no, no. That doesn't bring you bad luck. That doesn't bring you bad luck. Yeah, sometimes you have to let people have their own and find their own way. So if you have doubts, I would listen to your gut. Remember, put on your own oxygen mask first. You take care of you first, okay? Right, right. Well, I, okay, great. Well, you answered my question, so thank you guys so much. You're so welcome. Take yeah, care. That would be something I would have trouble with. I just, you know, I want to help everybody, and sometimes that gets me into a whole lot of trouble. All right, 714 area code. Hi there, how you doing? Hello, 714 area code. Hello. Hi. This there is Maggie. Are. What's your first My name? name? Maggie. 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 Maggie, where uh-huh. are you calling from? 
I'm calling from Orange, California. Oh, okay. And um, my question to you, today is my father's birthday, and I was just wondering if he has a message for me. Um, his mother came through to me two years ago in spirit. Oh, and I just wonder if he knows that. I just, I'm sure he does. Thanks, Pat. Does he have, pardon me? Yes, he passed. It's been 13 years okay. since he passed. Yeah. What's his first name? Merced. Say that again? Merced. Merced, okay. Okay, oh, Okay, Merced, any messages for her? I'm sorry? Um, I'm asking... Uh, uh, any messages? So, she was asking that she knows something about his mother. Oh, whether the mother came through, whether he knows the mother came through. There's nothing to speak through this here. We do, uh, we are, we are, we're aware. You know, we know. He says, um, definitely. But, um, but Merced says that, um, he he wants he comes across like very gentleman like and he wants to thank for um honoring him today. And um he also he asked for Eric to help allow you to come through and get your question and answer because he wanted to be able to tell you how much he loves you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. That's really nice. Um, yeah, it was it was a wonderful surprise. She came in spirit and um, at my parents' home, and it was just wonderful. It was in the middle of the day. It was just great. And she has many, many grandchildren. So I felt uh, really happened? honored that she came to visit me. I beg your pardon? What happened? On the experience, I just walked in and into my parents' home, and I was visiting my sister, and my grandmother was just standing next to me, just watching me, and at that point, she would have already been maybe 115 years old, but she looked like she was in her 30s, and she just stood there, um, and she communicated, and she just said, because I was watching something on TV briefly about Jesus and the historic, his lineage on the History Channel. And she goes, in our days, we didn't talk about Jesus like this. And she just wanted to be there with me as I watched it. And it was wow. just really, it was, you know, I just thought it was interesting. Yeah. So, but, um, thank you. I, I'm just, I feel special getting a message from him today. Yeah, write it would be something to keep in the telephone. Yeah, write it down. Yeah. Yeah, she she used to do pilgrimages in Mexico and would take hundreds of people from one town to the next. So she's very spiritual. Oh. So you get something from her. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. 
you can connect to that same energy that you felt at that time and you can have uh-huh. Other galaxies, you're wow. not just 
fear, you know, we're, we're, because we think, oh, we're just here in Texas or Michigan or California, wherever we are. But he says it's so much more expansive than that. And he says um, it's impossible almost to comprehend about how expansive we are on the other side. He said, if you knew that, you would just really embrace this part of you right now. And this is the message that he hopes he brings. People know that there's more than just this life right here. And this is getting in touch with this inner part of ourselves, this inner knowing. And he says, when you really start tapping into that, Where are you calling from? 
I'm calling from uh, Chesapeake Beach, Maryland. Okay. And um, I I just emailed you today, or you emailed me today. My name's Jared Wirt. Yes. Oh, yeah. You did a service for me. How are you? Fine. Can you hear me okay? Yes. Okay. Um, I've got a question. I'll, I'll try to be quick. Um, I went through a bad, uh, a bad marriage a few years ago. Well, it's probably been about five or six years ago. And I feel like my father that's deceased has been trying to come through, and I, I just feel, his, you know, his presence. Mm-hmm. And I want to know if, if there's yeah. any message that he may have for me. Hello? Jared? Hello? Can you hear me? Say again? Can you hear me now? Okay. Um, Did did you get uh, my question? Yes, but I didn't get your father's name. Oh, I'm sorry. It's uh, Tyra Wirt. T-Y-R-A. T-Y-R-A. Okay. So... Eric, can you bring him forward? Yeah, Eric's got him in here. He's coming in here. He's dressed pretty casual. Was your father a casual dresser? Was he what? So, I feel like he's got casual pants on, or a casual shirt. But he's, um, but your father's coming um, through. Um, so. Alisa says you have gifts, and your father is saying you got that your father also had gifts as well. And um, he's definitely with you while you're going through this this breakup, you know, went through the bad marriage and all that. Um, He also is saying, your father is saying, pull on the good things that came out from that separation and, and, get, and getting out of it. There are good things that you got and then there's good things that you got from the bad things. And you really want I'm sure to you were breaking up. I, I couldn't hear that. I I'm sorry? I'm sorry you were breaking up. I couldn't hear that. I know. You know, uh, it's probably going to be something you will listen to. We, we've got a bad setup here uh, because of technical difficulties. Uh, so I'm like, oh, no. No problem. And now we're good off. now. <laughs> okay. Now I lost uh, Denise from Zoom uh, on her Zoom. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So. No problem. Oh, gosh. Okay, so now it's trying to connect. All right, guys, we lost Denise. I don't know what else to say. This has been a disaster show. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. Now, Denise. Denise, is there? I'm here. Recording in progress. Okay, now re-recorded. Okay. Okay. All right, so you'll you'll listen, Jerry. You'll listen to that. Yeah, listen. You'll listen to that later. All right, guys, let's just get put ourselves yeah. out of the misery. Ask Jerry to send that. 
Yeah. All right. All right. I'm scared to, to send me an email at DeniseRamon.com on my website, and I'll finish it. Well, all right. Awesome. All right. Thank you, guys. Sorry about this mess okay. up. It won't happen again. Maybe. No Love problem. you all. Thank you, guys. Eric. Bye, everyone. Uh, and look at the YouTube version of this. It'll be a lot better. I didn't make Okay. Hopefully. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, end episode. Hmm. Okay. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.